Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Did you know one of the ways you can listen to RPR is via our app? If you don't have it, head over to the App Store now on your phone. Search for Real Presence Radio. Once you have it, you can listen to daily programs like Real Presence Live. Find daily podcasts if you happen to miss a show. Reflect on daily mass readings. Submit a prayer request. And even become part of this family if the Lord is calling you to donate. So take a moment now. Download download the app and prepare to head into our next interview here. Ben Frost, take it away. All right. We are an Easter people. And have you heard uh, this phrase and what it what it means and how can we keep the joy of Easter alive in our hearts? And this morning we've got Father Brian Christensen with us. And good morning, Father. How are you today? Good morning. I'm doing very well on this uh, Monday in Holy Week. Amen. Amen. Well, Father, uh, thank you for being with us uh, this morning. And maybe if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm a priest of the Diocese of Rapid City. Been uh, ordained uh, just over 20 years now this past summer. I'm originally a New Yorker by birth, but uh, came out here to South Dakota back in 1991 when I was uh, active duty Air Force. Just loved the Black Hills and felt God's call to the priesthood and uh, settled in here. And, uh, ordained in 1999 and uh, been serving here at the cathedral now as the pastor for the last two and a half uh, years or so. Oh, beautiful. And we're in the midst of, of Holy Week, and, and uh, we have our eyes set forward towards Easter Sunday, and, and uh, today we're going to talk about this reality of what it means to be an Easter people. So what what do you say? What does it mean when we say uh, that we are an Easter people? What, is, what does that mean? Yeah, no, I think uh, it's, a, it's a common phrase that we often hear, um, especially, obviously, in the Easter season, but uh, we are never not uh, a people that don't celebrate the Lord's resurrection. And I think that's at the heart of our, our Christian lives, that um, that the Lord Jesus, who shows His great uh, love for us, goes to the cross for us to take our sins, to overcome um, our death, and to bring us um, that victory um, that only God can accomplish uh, in and through uh, this great mystery, and to bring us to the the joy of the Easter celebration. In other words, that we have new life in Christ, victory over sin and victory over death. So this is the way that we are called to live our lives as an Easter people, a people of the resurrection. Yeah. I like you use that word joy. Uh, what can you say about the beauty of keeping the joy of Easter in our hearts? Yeah, you know, I think uh, you know Pope uh, Francis has uh, hmm. been uh, often uh, preaching and teaching on the sense of Christian joy. Um, you know, he had the, his uh, um, encyclical on the joy of the gospel and, um, and calling us to be people who know and experience experience the joy of a relationship with Jesus Christ and to share that uh, with others, because joy um, has an attractiveness to it, or as you mentioned, uh, an interior beauty about it, right? The people who are, who are, are downcast and um, always discouraged, it's hard to be around. It's not that we shouldn't be and, and, and can't minister to them, but as far as building us up um, Showing us the life, um, it's hard to be around people who don't have a sense of happiness and joy. And so, as Christians, rooted in the resurrection of Jesus Christ, rooted in His presence, as He promises, I will 
never abandon you. I will never leave you. I am with you always. Um, this is at the heart of our, our joy that is actually beautiful, um, attractive, and engaging. People want to know what is it that gives you this joyful confidence, this joyful uh, persistence. We are Easter people, yes. That's our topic this morning. This is Real Presence Live. Today, coming to you live from Holy Spirit Church in Virginia, Minnesota, part of the Diocese of Duluth. Mark Cheney, your host today, joined by Father Brandon Moravitz and Ben Frost and our special guest, Father Brian Christensen. Father Brian, this is uh, Father Brandon. And, you know, it seems to me that throughout the history of the church, and especially early in the history of the church, it was often Christian joy that led people um, to Christ. Uh, there was something about those the, the Christian community that lived in a way that was so different than the world that even in the midst of suffering, they lived in a way that created curiosity and, 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 a, and they, it drew them into the life of faith. Um, so I'm wondering if you could just say a few things about our current crisis and there's, there's struggle and there's suffering and there's some people out there that are, are, are isolated. How, how can one discover Christian joy in the midst of suffering. Um, I, I'd love to have you speak to that a little bit. Yeah, no, thanks for the thanks for the question, Father. I, yeah. You know, as you were speaking, I was just started to go back to uh, the letter to the Hebrews, where we see how um, uh, Paul encourages us to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, right? Mm. Keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. He said, because, and especially as we're in this Holy Week, this time of, of journeying with the Lord in His passion and His death, but we also know the, the beautiful ending, the, the victory that is in Christ. But Paul says, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus for the sake of the joy, right? For the sake of the joy that lay before him, he endured the cross. God despised its shame. So Jesus saw what the fruit of his love would bring about, and that was the joy that he set his heart on. Um, and we live, as I said earlier, we live in the, the knowledge and the experience of the risen Christ. Like, we have met the risen Lord in the life of the Church, in her living word, the sacred scriptures, in her sacramental life, in the community itself. And so that joy of the presence of God and living in that presence of God unites us to Christ, right? That helps us to bear the sufferings of this day for the joy that lay before us in knowing that there's a victory over difficult situations, there's a new day to come, there is glory um, at the end of days of suffering. Um, and the early Christian community, as you note, was attractive in that way. And I think if we look at communities today, whether that's parishes or prayer groups or individual uh, movements within the Church, where there's joy, there's life. Because where there's, where there's life in Christ, there's joy. Yeah, it's so good. And I, I, you know, I often think we live in a culture where people are having lots of fun, but they lack joy. Um, and we often, especially I think through social media and through um, our TVs and different things, we can see people and it looks as if in the world people are having fun, but you and I both know us as priests, so many people, their heads are hitting the pillows at night and they lack any sense of meaning and purpose and joy in their life. And that can lead to such um, empty ends in their life, I guess. Uh, and, and I don't know, I, could you speak to the difference between Christian joy and 
worldly fun. Um, because I think sometimes we might, people might get confused with that. Because Christian joy is a feeling, but it's it's something deeper than just like laughing in the garage with the guys. You know, uh, there's something right. deeper within. And 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 I don't, I, could you speak to that a little bit, or, or kind of talk about as a priest how, how you see that difference in people's lives and them trying to find what true joy is versus kind of worldly happiness. Right, right. You know, I make me think uh, as you're asking the question of uh, two weeks ago when we were reflecting upon um, the resurrection of Lazarus, you know, on that fifth Sunday of Lent. And uh, in the midst of this uh, coronavirus crisis um, and the challenges that we face day in and day out, you know, our healthcare workers on the front lines, but um, so many people just in their homes with their children home from school trying to work from home, trying to balance all of the things that they have, and then thinking about all the things that have been taken away from us, right? Going out to the restaurant, going out to the bar, going to the bowling alley, um, even going out to the park in some communities in, in our listening area. Um, yeah, it's these distractions, in a way, have been taken away, and I think in a way that the, the Lord is using this time, right? Permitting this time to focus on what is really life-giving, really, really life-giving, really um, authentic living. In other words, um, when I have to spend time with my spouse, hey, as challenging and, uh, as that might be, because we don't usually spend this amount of time together, what does authentic love look like today? When I can't go divert myself, when I can't run off to the gym, when I can't run off to the coffee shop, when I can't get away, as it were, to do my thing, when is it that I'm called to do the thing of the Lord, which is patience and understanding, which will bring meaning and satisfaction? I can't go do the fun thing, I have to do the meaningful thing, and if we stay that course with our children, with our parents, with our siblings, with our spouses, I think here the Lord is, this is where the Lord is bringing new life, right? He's calling us forth from the darkness of fun, He's calling us from the darkness of diversion and distraction to authentic living in this very moment. And it's challenging. It's challenging for me as a priest. It's challenging for each one of our parishioners in their homes. Um, But this is that that moment of real suffering, real sacrifice for the sake of meaning, purpose, and authentic life, which will bring that joy and happiness that only the Lord can give us. Yeah. Father Brian, I like, as we're talking about this, um, I'm just thinking about like, so we're talking about the reality of the beauty of joy, it's contagiousness, and we're an Easter people. And yet now we're in the midst of this Holy Week. And I think this, there's this perception in our world sometimes that I just want the resurrection. I just want the joy. And I, you know, our last guest we had on, we talked about Exodus 90, which has all these kind of challenges and struggles and trials and giving things up to the Lord. And sometimes I think we kind of become paralyzed in fear to say, gosh, the the cross is kind of heavy without seeing the Easter joy that is to come. What what is your sense of um, the importance of this week that the carrying of the cross and even looking into our hearts, the areas that need to be crucified, that that's what leads to the the joy of the resurrection? And is that a hard step? Is it hard to carry that cross? Right, right. No, I think, uh, you know, going to there's no way to get to Easter. <laughs> There's no way to get to Easter except through Good Friday, right? Yeah. We've heard that over and over again. You there there's no new life without the without the death of the cross, right? There's no resurrection without the cross. And 
I think we see that over and over in just in God's created order, right? And we're just entering into the springtime, and people are noticing budding on the trees and uh, flowers starting to bloom in certain areas, and the grass now turning greener. Um, and, and so we see it die, we see things die, and we see things come back to life. There's a there's a there's a cycle even written in God's created order of this Paschal mystery. Um, and so there is no skipping ahead. You know, there is no way in which we can avoid that. And there's something good about that, because God wants to root out in us through this period of time um, all that's not essential, all that not, doesn't bring us to the fullness of life. I mean, He wants to, us to be united in His Son, Jesus Christ, um, and to, to go to the upper room with Him, to experience the love of the Lord, the mercy of the Lord as He washes our feet, as He gives us the gift of His body and blood, as He teaches us the authentic life of love, and then He wants to go take us to the Garden of Gethsemane with Him, to pray with Him, to be with Him, to experience His intimacy with the Father and His reliance on the Father and His love for us, and then to go with Him to the Passion, walk the way of Cal- to Calvary, and to, to be nailed with Him to the cross, to put to death our sinful ways, and to be laid quietly in the tomb, right, waiting, waiting for the Lord, um, and then to experience that joy of the resurrection on that Easter vigil or Easter Sunday morning. Yeah, there's no shortcuts in the Christian life. There's no shortcuts in life. You might people promise them, but they don't work. Father Brian, it's just so good to be to, to, to be speaking with you here. And um, from the, the, the few experiences I've had with you, I, I just want to thank you for your priesthood and for living it with joy. Um, my experiences with you and your priesthood have always been, um, you're, you're a joyful man, and I know that comes from the Lord and through you crucifying your own struggles and challenges with the Lord. So just thank you for your priesthood, and um, I hope and pray you have a great Holy Week with your, with your parish. Um, it's a very unique time. Um, but just God bless you and all your people, and it's been so great being with you here today. Yeah, thank you, Father Brian. Yeah, God bless about- you, Father Brandon. Yes. Have a very blessed day. Thanks for being with us, Father. All right. Have a great day. God bless you all. All right. Peace. There's so much more to come on Real Presence Live this morning. Up next, join us as we ask our Blessed Mother's intercession in this time and trial and suffering. It's the most holy rosary when Real Presence Live continues in just a couple of minutes. <laughs> 